A bowl of cereal, and I dumped a tuna, tuna, uh, tuna salad on top of it as well. What? That sounds disgusting. Wait, 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 wait. You dumped tuna salad onto your cereal? No, wait, 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 wait. Oh, what was I talking about? My God, I dumped tuna salad on regular salad. What the fuck was I thinking? Oh, okay, okay, okay. I like cereal. What the? Fuck? Not yeah, as yeah, gross. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, this my this whole diet thing is really messing with my brain, dude. I bet. Yeah, yeah. Uh hold on. Uh So pretty much So pretty much every morning I have to take two uh, tablespoons of cod liver oil. Okay. Along along with one one Centrum vitamins. Okay. And then I don't eat anything until twelve o'clock. And from twelve to eight o'clock, within that eight hour time frame, I eat whatever I want, pretty much. And then I cut myself off at 8 o'clock. I have another uh, multivitamin, but I also have to take magnesium. Yeah, I recognize that Spring Valley bottle from across the room. <laughs> yeah. So I take so I take the multivitamin so like, and the magnesium. So like, yeah. why are you taking a multivitamin twice a day? Okay, so... Um, my friend Nick, he's a nutritionist as well. Uh, he's one of the guys who modeled in the uh, the T-shirt, the logo T-shirt. So, so like, is it, is it, like on the box? Does it say twice a day? Uh, let's see right here. Uh, let's see here. Where are you? Okay, suggested use. Adults take one tablet daily with food. Do not exceed suggested use. Well, he told me he told me uh, once in the morning and once at night. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> Something doesn't sound right about that. <laughs> well, I mean, I do it. Uh, I told him, "Hey, man, I want to lose my belly fat. I want to lose weight. I want to lose my belly." And then he said, "Okay, you're gonna have to take uh, this, this, and that, and you're gonna have to fast for eight hours." I mean, yeah. So, um, so, so at twelve to eight, I eat something. And then from 8 until 12 o'clock the next day, I don't eat anything at all. But here's the thing, though. I did it wrong. I I didn't look online on how to fast correctly. It's called fasting, but I didn't know how to fast correctly. Yesterday, I fucked up badly because what I did was I I skipped the breakfast, and then I ate something, but I only ate one meal. That's it. I ate one meal, and then... For the next 16 hours, I didn't eat anything at all. So I had to go online and correct myself, realizing that, oh, okay, I can eat from 12, between 12 to 8. Within that time frame, I can eat whatever I want sporadically, space it out, and then I cut myself off at 8. 
and then I proceed with the 16 hours of not eating. I didn't know people did fasting like daily. I thought it was something not, you just did once, like a month or something. Or a week. I don't know. Oh, no. Well, he told me to do it for 10 days. So. Okay. Oh. So, yeah. So, uh, you said something about um, something's not right with taking multivitamins twice a day. I've just never heard of that. And who am I to argue with a nutritionist? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. Because isn't multivitamins, I mean, isn't multivitamins like supposed to give you energy or something? I don't know if it's supposed to give you energy. It's supposed to just give you regular nutrients. Oh, okay. That you may or may not be getting already. In so from food. last night. Well, uh, here's something interesting that happened last night. Um, last night, I think I had a panic attack of some sorts because, yeah, and I told you about it. I uh, I went to bed, I closed my eyes, and then like five minutes later, I like had a, I forgot to breathe, and then I woke up with a sharp breath, and I'm like freaking the hell out. And I'm like, whoa, what the hell is going on here? So uh, should I stop recording for a minute while you describe no, the rest of that? <laughs> Oh, no, 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 keep going, keep going, no, it's okay. I mean, no one's judging, right? I mean, it's just what happened. Yeah, yeah the, the soft zone, I think we called this, is a safe space. Yeah, it's a safe space, yeah, as I'm taking my magnesium. <laughs> uh, hold on. Ah, okay. Okay, so now I'm doing it the right way. Oh, by the way, another critique. Uh, cod uh, liver oil is disgusting. Why are you taking that? What do you mean? Like, what is that supposed to do for you? Uh, it, it says right here, it helps maintain body tissues and aids in calcium absorption. It's an antioxidant. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so... So for the next 10 days, I'm going to be, we're already on day two. So for the next eight days, I should see sort of some results, hopefully. All right. But then do you just drop it and never do it again? Well, um, well, my friend told me after the 10 days are over, I contact him and tell him how I felt after that 10 days, like give him like a report of, what did I eat? What did I do? Uh, how did I take it? Et cetera and so forth. So we're going to see what happens in the eight remaining days. And uh, honestly, though, uh, it's a good thing that we're doing this episode at this hour, considering last night. Uh, I don't think I, I think I went to bed around 11. And uh, and I thank you for uh, sending me that video of the, the birth of the fuck you rating. That was that was amazing. Yeah, I remembered that video is uh, spill.com's review of disaster movie now yeah. uh, led by Corey coleman who now does double toasted shout out to dt merch yeah dtmerch.com where you can get the classic black tea with the white logo the slides <laughs> and all the other things to get that toasty goodness all over your body and um, 
Yeah, well, it was a very short. He used to do a lot of animated reviews. Yeah. Where he'd yeah, yeah. like splice up the full audio into like like five to eight minutes. Right. Um so uh we have uh we have a lot to talk about actually. Yeah, well um, uh first this is Soft Boys Anonymous. Uh yep. the show where a couple uh rabble rousers in their in their twenties. I don't actually know what that if the word I don't know how to spell that word. If it's rabble, rabble rousers, raffle rousers, raffle rousers, <laughs> I don't know what the proper thing is of that. Uh-huh. So where I wouldn't even know where to start in terms of Googling it. Right. So uh, softies, what is that term? <laughs> so this this is a show where a couple libtard cucks in their 20s or whatever. <laughs> I, I, guess, I guess we're all libs. I don't know. Talk about movies and TV and entertainment and whatever else we feel like talking about that gets us right in our inner soft side. Uh, I'm Cody, as always, your host, and my sidekick, uh, Jose, is here. Good to be back, Cody. Yes. Uh, We were not here last week because I was out of town. Yeah, how'd that go? Uh, Did you enjoy it? Uh yeah, yeah, I guess. Um, I went over a few hours away to a beach location. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. I, I guess I can say it was Nags Head. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. If you follow me anyways, you'll probably figure out I'm in North Carolina. So, like, it's it's not, like, too much of a way to hide that. <laughs> so. But uh, when you were at the beach, though, uh, you noticed an extreme amount of people there. Yes. It's probably going to be none, worse this weekend. And none were wearing protective gear. On the beach itself, no one was wearing protective face masks, except for me. Right. Except for you. Yeah. But, like, elsewhere in, like, stores, people were. Okay. So there well, was yeah. some sort of protection. Yeah. That's, yeah. But I mostly stayed inside. Uh, didn't go out to eat at all or get takeout or anything. We made our own food the whole week. Really? Yeah. Really? Okay. So that okay. was the only time we've ever been over there and spent less than ten dollars. Yeah. Okay. That That's whole cool. time. That whole time we just spent like maybe six or seven bucks. And you also sent me both uh, a video and photos of uh, <laughs> a couple of rednecks or hillbillies playing. They looked like, uh, it looked like they were playing t-ball or something outside <laughs> in front of the place we were staying at. But it was right. like very close into a net. Yes. I'm like what in the redneck hell is, is all of this? <laughs> That's America right there. It's like so weird. Yeah, you should have asked to, uh, you should have uh, joined them. Do I'm okay. You're okay. <laughs> I don't think they're wearing you... masks either. So, uh, did you uh, happen to watch any films during your eight your week sabbatical? I did, uh, but first off, um, this trip was free pretty much. Well, I mean, yeah. for me, anyways, because it's uh my grandparents like yes. rent a place there, like like once a year, like they're I guess a member of this like smaller resort. 
and um they weren't gonna go this year and no one else in the family was gonna go especially my aunt and uncle who got covid so uh unfortunately hope yeah, they're doing well I, I think i think the two weeks are up by now i'm not sure uh-huh but uh and if they were gonna go we weren't gonna go because i wasn't gonna catch it so uh <laughs> right so no one else went so we're like yeah we'll go and so right. we kind of just hung out there the whole time went on the shore a couple times walked around uh went rode around a little bit like i think we went in all of three stores the whole time uh-huh but yes i did watch some movies yes while i was uh... there and a little bit after um mostly on netflix Oh, okay, so you did have internet access there, okay. Yeah, yeah, the place had internet access. So okay, okay. I was uh, actually watching more watch? streaming than usual, watching uh, some Netflix. There there was a DVD player at the place, okay. but, like, I didn't, I didn't feel like doing that. Okay. But uh, you watched Orgasmo for the first yes, time. Yes, that was one of the movies I saw on there. Because I had heard, it. I heard about this movie a couple different times over like the last couple weeks by chance, and then I just see it on there. I'm like, "What is this? What is this <laughs> movie?" Uh, this is a movie by Trey Parker, who people know from South Park as one of the co-creators and runners and writers and everything of South Park. Yep. As well Book as of uh, Book of Mormon, Team America, World Police. And uh, he writes, directs, and stars in this as a Mormon missionary. I don't know what their thing is with Mormons. Maybe they're just funny. They're just funny, I guess. (laughs) Guess uh, I guess they're a good foil for comedy. Uh, He (laughs) plays a a Mormon missionary who gets roped up into the porn industry to uh, play a porn superhero, Orgasmo. (laughs) <laughs> and you gave it a uh, you gave it a rental yes like it's enjoyable at times so it's like it's not, nothing great or anything and you also said that this movie did not deserve the NC-17 rating yeah I don't know why it's NC-17 uh, this this is actually the first NC-17 movie I've ever watched oh I think okay. I've just never seen one can't even think of any other ones off the top of my head I think the only reason it was NC-17 because it was about porn, really. Right. Even though you don't really see hardly any nudity. There's a few man-asses. Yeah, man-asses. And there's, like, tits flash once. But, like, (laughs) you don't see anything. You don't see any, like, sex or there's nothing really graphic or anything. There's a lot more things on Netflix today that are way more graphic. Yeah, like, like that a new movie. Three three sixty five days. Yeah. Like that shit's way more graphic. I guess the only were they uncomfortable by all the dildos? I don't I don't know. I don't I don't know. I don't understand the MPAA. At the time the MPAA was probably a little more sensitive as to what's happening now. I guess, because even like ten years later you had Zach and Miri make a porno. Which is probably like similar in terms of subject matter and imagery and everything. I guess I guess just the name Orgasmo. And he has a ray that gives people orgasms. 
and uh, <laughs> he ends up the guy ends up transitioning to actually becoming said superhero that he was portraying and the other guy that plays his uh sidekick in the porno is also like he's also like a phd or something <laughs> or he in, he invents things too has some sort uh-huh. of scientific degree and so right. he actually builds the or- orgasm ray <laughs> from like their fake porno movie and it works right. and they start using it to um dish out vigilante justice to get their local sushi shop owner his store back and uh take out the evil porno boss <laughs> right uh well uh uh for me uh maybe we'll bounce back as to what we've watched yeah. lately um well you watched that i uh finally got the nerve to watch uh netflix netflix's documentary don't fuck with cats <clears throat> and pretty much it's a three-part documentary it's a mini series documentary and uh these group of people uh they're on Facebook. They created uh, uh, other profiles with a new identity. Like they live off as this person. You know what I mean? I forgot what it's called, but like you create a profile and you pretend to be someone you're not. You know what that's called? Were they going under an alias? Were they trying to yeah, catfish some people? Or no, not not catfish necessarily. The uh, the the main uh, the one of the persons they made a second profile under an alias because uh that's how she escapes from society i know that's cliche and pretentious to say it like that to escape from society but uh like this person feels empowered being this different persona you know like uh she posts blogs she posts photos she hashtags this and that all that jazz uh Basically, she's more popular under that alias as opposed to her real profile. You know, she gets more attention with the the second profile, if you will. But anyway, uh, so basically the series is um, she receives a notification uh, of a video, a video link. She clicks the link to the YouTube video, and it's basically this dude. His face is, uh, is well hidden. And he's basically torturing kittens. Uh, he he takes two kittens, he puts them in a vacuum sealed bag, and then he puts the hose in and pretty much suffocates the kittens. And this obviously sparked an outrage. And the whole three part episode, the three part series, is this woman and other group of Facebook people trying to find not only his location the 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 torturer's location but also identify his face try to figure out who this person is and literally it's a cat and mouse game where they're like oh he's in russia he's in uh he's uh in south america australia they're trying to figure out where he where this guy is and it's pretty much an intense series and eventually they figured out who the dude was but what's crazier is that uh, he 
this guy, the torturer, he's a uh, he's a fucked up individual in terms of he knows how to he plants breadcrumbs for these people to find and it leads to nowhere. Uh, he goes under fake names. He has wigs. He has different identities. He, uh, he has money. He has resources to fly to different locations, to different countries. And, uh, well, spoiler alert, but, uh, they obviously did catch him. They caught the guy and he, he's, he's currently in jail for life because, uh, because uh, not only for murdering, torturing animals, but also he also tortured and killed a human being, a, a dude. He killed a dude and posted it online. So why is he broadcasting any of this? Why is he broadcasting it? Yeah. Well, well, uh, he well basically what the documentary is proposing is that he's doing it for attention. He's doing it for the thrill the thrill of uh, not being caught that he can get away with it. And, uh, and uh, when they find that, when they found out the identity of the guy, um, of course, uh, the documentary crew tracked down his mother and his mother says, Oh, my boy is innocent. My boy, he grew up, uh, he grew up being bullied because he was gay. Uh, he, he, he was different, et cetera, and so forth. Um, and then he uh, he moved to Canada to make a start as a model uh, and an actor, but he didn't make the cut. So he became a uh, an escort, an escort, and apparently uh, his excuse as to why he was doing the torturing of the animals at first, and then the then the one person is because one of his. Uh, uh, one of his uh, customers coerced him to do it and put the blame on that guy. But it still didn't matter, though, because uh, the dude got caught and, you know, he's serving his time in jail. Right, rightfully so. And I highly recommend you watching it and those that are listening. I highly recommend that you watch the documentary. It's only three episodes, one hour each. And um, it gets very deep, man. There are so many things that I can't really explain in detail. You just have to watch it, and you're gonna. And by the last twenty minutes of the last episode, you're gonna be like, "What the hell is going on?" But I will give you a fair warning, though. Um, they do show partial of the cat torturing video. They show partial footage of that and they also show the end result of that so if you're scoring me or if you don't like that sort of thing uh maybe this isn't for you but uh but overall i quite enjoyed it so uh if you could give this a rating honestly i would give it i would give it uh a, just a full price not a high full price i okay. give it a full price so like a four out of five yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Let's see. Uh, I never I never finished The Matrix, so I can't really... I only yeah, got through... Like, the other day I watched, like, half of it, 
because I've been meaning to give it another chance for a long time. Um, as we're recording this, recording this on a Tuesday, it's leaving Netflix by tomorrow. So I, I got to watch oh, it. No! I got to make sure I finish it by tonight or else it's not happening. But uh, oh, God. the first half I watched was solid. <laughs> so uh, I at least this... liked the first half of the movie. Uh, did you put this in your list of movies that you dislike that everyone liked? Yeah, because I remember not liking it when I first saw it. So are you leaning towards liking it more or um, is it still on your list? I'll watch so the rest far. of the movie. Okay. First. Yeah, okay. I think it was starting to get to where my problems started last time. Okay. But I don't remember much uh, about it. Uh, but what I saw, though, was kind of uh, cool. Yeah. It's yeah, okay. Yeah. At um, the time, though, yeah. I was too busy watching such cinematic classics as uh, Five Elements Ninjas. This is on Netflix. This is one of those old Hong Kong kung fu movies. Not like, uh, I guess, in between the times of Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan when you had the old-timey period pieces of Shaolin warriors. Right. And feuding kung fu schools, which is kind of what this was. Uh, This is one of those movies with, um, like, a lot of stuff crammed into one hour 40 minute runtime or two hours or whatever it was lots and lots of fights um i guess a short amount of score that's repeated which a lot of oscar winning movies do that too so it's not really much difference um like i guess like the first five or so minutes of the movie is just fighting it's like these uh, two schools are competing against each other. And the good guy's school clearly schools the bad guy's school. So uh, they're they're kind of all jealous. And they want to have some revenge later. Uh, was but the choreography good? Oh, yeah, sure. In all these movies, okay. the choreography is pretty decent. Okay. Uh, it's, it's like this plot where I guess it's like these two ninjas or like this first ninja is brought on by the enemy school, the school, the good guy's school or Kung Fu or whatever it is. I think it's Kung Fu and, um, he's like a samurai or... Yeah, no, he's a samurai, but, like, his friend is a ninja, I think. Uh, So he comes in and ends up schooling one of the guys. And that guy, because he has been dishonored in the good guy school, he slits his own throat. And so for the rest of that sequence, (laughs) he's just lying dead in the background. (laughs) While uh, another guy comes in and ends up schooling that samurai. And because the samurai was dishonored, he commits seppuku. Oh. And and says how his brother or friend or whatever will come soon and they'll have their revenge or whatever. They Uh throw this (laughs) ring at, like, their master. He has the ring. It's got, like, some sort of poison in it of whatever. But it doesn't, like, instantly kill the master. It's one you can 
recuperate from within several months. But right. the point was to make him sick where he couldn't fight when the when the ninjas come in. And so like they're they're sort of the hired hands by the enemy school to take out the good guy school so they can be the dominant school. <laughs> and that ends up happening later. Uh pretty much everyone dies except the main guy. Who oh, you can God. tell he's going to be the main guy from the beginning because he's the most prettied up one with it <laughs> with his like long hair and how it's styled. You know, like he's supposed to be the hero. Right. Um and then there's this like other subplot before the ninjas attack the school where they recruit their they send in their one female ninja. Or one of, of their course. only female ninjas, their top female ninja, and to uh, fool them, I guess like seduce. She she's staged as like a domestic violence victim that they take in, and she she's spying from the inside to map out their school to send back to her ninja clan, so they know how to bust in later. And they do when everyone else dies besides the main guy who goes off to train in ninjit- ninjutsu with uh, a master he had met before he went to the martial arts academy. So he ends up training with them for a little bit and then they go off to fight all the ninjas. But um, before the ninjas break into the base, uh, there's like a crop of the people at the martial arts school that uh, go off to, I guess, find their enemies. And they, teams of two end up going through these five, these five different elements that translate to each of their ele- enemies' abilities. Like there's, I guess, like, the rival ninjas are split into, like, five groups. There's, like, um, earth, uh, gold, water, fire, and I think wood. (laughs) So it's, like, these, it's, it's, like, five fights you see one after the other of guys from the good guy school getting taken out. By these cheap-ass ninjas. <laughs> I say cheap-ass because their elements they use as cheap-ass tricks. So okay. there's no honor in their fighting at all. Because uh, they're no. the villains. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the gold guys are especially silly because they have these shiny gold hats that they take off and spin around and it blinds the guys. Uh, so all... Everybody dies. The guy trains in ninjutsu. And then they go back to the elements places. Him and his new three friends. And they... One after the other, they school all of them. And then they get to the final boss guy. The main ninja. The ninja boss. (laughs) And they fight him for a while. And he's kicking their ass. They're kicking his ass. And he's kicking their asses. And then the main guy kind of has to throw himself in the way to to catch the bad guy so they can kill him. So the hero dies. Oh! 
Uh, that's what I'm saying. It took me several minutes to try to tell you everything that goes on in this movie. I still didn't tell everything because the female ninja try keeps trying to seduce the main guy like two other times. And of course the main guy kills the girl, but, uh, uh, you can watch this on Netflix now if you want. It's one of those like silly old school Shaolin martial arts, Hong Kong movies from Shaw brothers. And, um, oh, it's the Shaw Brothers stuff. Okay. Yeah, one of the, I guess, like the big martial arts studio from Hong Kong at the time. Uh, would you give it? What would what, what rating would you give it? A matinee. It's fun. Oh, like it's low, matinee? like low matinee. Like it's it's fun. Right. It's a fun watch. There's a lot of fighting. Uh, I okay. you can either watch the English dub or the Mandarin dub with subtitles. So you can choose. Did you what, watch the English dub? For like the first few minutes till I realized you could listen to it in Mandarin, and then I opted for that. <laughs> Even though like you'll get about as much enjoyment either way, and maybe more if you listen to a, a bad English dub. No, nah, I was gonna say So I might I actually it. recommend the bad English dub. Uh, uh let's see. Um I think the only the besides the documentary I watched, uh, the one movie I I had the chance of watching to completion was uh, the Drop, starring Tom Hardy uh, and the late James Gandolfini. Rest in peace. Uh, this was his last movie, by the way, before he before he died uh, several months after. And uh, the movie is, the movie takes place in Brooklyn. And it's about uh, Tom Hardy's character. His name is Bob Saganowski. He is the bartender uh, for Cousin Marv's bar. Uh, Cousin Marv is uh, Tom Hardy's character's actual cousin. Owns the bar. Well, well, runs the bar, but uh, a bunch of gangsters own it. They own the area of Brooklyn. the, The criminal section of Brooklyn. But anyway... That's not really important. And uh, essentially, if I were to sum up the entire movie, the movie is about uh, Bob, uh, Bob's arc of redeeming himself. From the beginning of the movie, you could tell that uh, he's been through a lot. He's seen some shit. He's done some shit. And he's keeping to himself. He's a more reserved uh, character. And... Um, and what, what, uh, what starts the arc is when Tom Hardy discovers a, uh, a beaten pit bull puppy in a in a garbage can. He discovers a pit bull in the garbage can, beating the shit, and he adopts him. And then uh, throughout, he's learning how to uh, to take care of the dog, to love the dog, to connect with. Uh, with this one woman who um, who he befriended, and uh, on the other side, uh, James Gandolfini's character, he's a shady character. Uh, he's been making uh, uh, deals with these small-time uh, robbers to rob his own bar to get a quick cash, because apparently his excuse was back in the day, he was respected. He was at the top of his game 
he was a respected gangster until the until the uh, Chechen uh, mafia came into the picture and kicked him out the curb, and now he's just a low level scum, if you will. So he's trying to gain back what he believes he deserves, and it just keeps going downhill from there. Whereas Bob, he's going uphill, and uh, and uh, in short, it's a uh, it's pretty much on the top five Tom Hardy's best films, in my opinion. Obviously, you know why I love the movie. And you'd be surprised that I would give this movie a better than sex rating. What? Yes! In my opinion, it's a better than sex. I mean, I was surprised to hear you say it was one of his best. Yeah. Because I, I hadn't funny. heard of it, so I thought you'd be like, it's fine, you know, whatever. And you're like, better yeah. than sex. So you're giving this a 5 out of 5. A 10 yes. out of 10. Yes. Yes. I give this a 10 out of 10, a 5 out of 5. It's one of those movies that I can watch over and over again and it never gets old. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's one of the... I think for better than sex films, those are movies that are reserved for movies that if they can make me cry, emotionally invested, or it's one of those movies where I can watch over and over again and it never gets old. And uh, I figure uh, that could be an easy segue into discussing our own rating system because we talked about that. Yes. I did have some other things I watched. Oh, okay. Let's go. Uh, Well, yesterday I watched the original Magnificent Seven from 1960, which I'll probably mention again later. Okay. Uh, But um, I ended up rewatching that for the first time in years. Uh, you, You can tell it's a remake of Seven Samurai. Obviously. In extent, just because the same premise, and there's right. certain similar character beats, but like the characters are completely different. The characters aren't really the same at all. Uh, the character of Chico, who's kind of like the young boy, he's um, yeah. he's sort of a combination of the young boy character from Seven Samurai and yeah. Mifune's character, and he's really he's really more a Mifune's character. Uh, combined with how the young guy um, ends up having a romance with the girl he ends up finding in the same way as in Seven Samurai, except uh, the girl's father has no role in the movie and there's no, like, there's no, like, shame or anything. There's no plot there other than those two falling for each other eventually. Uh, But the other characters are all completely different. Uh-huh. So, like, Yul Brenner isn't, like, a failed soldier or anything. He's just the badass silent gunman uh-huh. who ends up going and forming the Seven uh, with a pretty notable few, at least. Um, Steve McQueen is kind of like his right-hand man as a Vin, I think. Uh, Robert Vaughn is in the cast as well. He he's one of the guys. He's kind of like a, I don't know, like um, sort of rich or at least high life enjoying uh, gunman or assassin. Uh, Charles Bronson is in the movie. Oh, as yeah. one of the other seven, he's like uh, Ricardo or something. 
uh, he ends up, uh, I guess, forming a friendship with a couple local kids in the town they're protecting. You end up kind of getting them killed. It's not really a spoiler that half of them die. (laughs) The movie's like 60 years old. Right. The movie's like 60 years old and it's a remake of Seven Samurai where half of those guys die. So it's it's yeah. not it's not a big deal if I tell you yeah. that only three of them survived because that's the same thing that happened in Seven Samurai and I I haven't seen that newer remake with Denzel and Chris Pratt or anything I own a digital copy of it that I yeah. won years ago that I still haven't watched but um it's pretty decent did they did they kill off four of them or no they did yeah. oh okay. They, yeah. Cause like, I would I would have figured that they would have pussed out in like a modern version of it and not killed well, anyone. Oh, uh, okay. I was gonna ask. What do you mean pussed out? No, they did. They okay. Did. Okay. Cool. If I remade the movie, I don't know if I'd kill everyone off, but not. I would. I would mainly kill off the leader because oh. that hasn't been done. It's like right. the leader, the young boy, and the right-hand guy have to survive, but everybody else dies. Uh, my version, the main guy would die first and foremost, if nobody else. Uh, yeah, uh, not to uh, uh, tread off, but, uh, but if you were to watch the remake, um, I think you'd, I think you'd sort of enjoy it. Uh, it's the same thing as Seven Samurai, the same beats and whatnot. Uh, but they, but uh, I gotta say though, the way they killed off the characters, pretty brutal, pretty uh, yeah. somber. I'm like, damn, you didn't uh, have to do them like that. The cool thing about Magnificent Seven is uh, the villain is a lot more involved as a villain, whereas in Seven Samurai, the 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 uh, the gang of bandits are just kind of an outer force. And they end up having to deal with and in Magnificent Seven, the villain's being a villain. You know, he ends up uh, coming in and like he ends up taking the town hostage for a bit and kicks the seven out of the town and they have to come back. Uh I think uh if you were to watch the uh the modern version well not the modern version, but the current remake of it, the the villain, he's uh, rather annoying as opposed to being villainous. Uh, like, like he didn't have presence, you know. Yeah. But anyway, continue. It's a oh, shame. Uh, I didn't really I have much ask... more to say except at first I was like, "Oh, it's a great matinee," which that still might be my rating. Okay. So uh, either a really strong matinee or a very low full price. So like, it's very enjoyable. Well, um, you got the uh, the Magnificent Seven from Dollar Tree, right? Yes, I did. Uh, Dollar Tree, in recent amount of time, they've been actually kind of getting some decent stuff in there. They did. Instead of just trash, trash that you don't even care to watch as trash. Like like yoga? Like yoga DVDs? Uh, Yeah, just like yoga DVDs or some random direct-to-VOD kind of movie. (laughs) Uh, I hear some people are finding the good and the bad and the ugly on Blu-ray there oh what i what i ended up finding was a four pack on dvd of the magnificent seven movies um the magnificent seven return of the magnificent seven guns of the magnificent seven and the magnificent (laughs) seven ride 
and I realized yesterday I thought it was like the first two are one guy and the second two are another guy because the first two have Yul Brenner and the other two don't. But uh, uh, the main character is supposed to be the same guy in all okay. four. There's, I'm like, you mean to tell me that the guy that used to be Yul Brenner in this fourth one is now Lee Van Cleef? I don't buy that. I don't buy <laughs> Lee Van Cleef as the old Brenner. <laughs> like, they just expected us to not care, I guess. I guess back in the time when we couldn't just turn on the previous movie. And uh, you also got 300, the sequel to 300. Yes, and I found 300 Rise of an Empire on 3D Blu-ray. So there's a 3D Blu-ray. There was a Blu-ray and a DVD. Right. In there. And uh, both releases that I bought had digital <clears throat> codes. So I got all of that for two bucks. Yeah. I was, yeah. Uh, was pretty happy. Shout out to Dollar Tree for, yeah, like you said, shout out to Dollar Tree for updating their DVDs. Yeah, starting to get some okay stuff sprinkled in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, so check they, your local uh, Dollar Tree. You might find something had, okay. They had a flyer. At my local Dollar Tree, they had a flyer of uh, get these awesome movies for one dollar. It was uh, four deep, four uh, movie posters. One was the recent RoboCop film. One was uh, <laughs> one was a Will Smith movie. Uh, one was the Amazing Spider-Man Two <laughs> on Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> And then the last one was Twilight, Breaking uh, Dawn. Amazing Spider-Man 2, I've seen that in like a Big Lots, like the 3D Blu-ray combo pack for like five yeah. bucks. For like three to five dollars. And I was like, no. It's not worth three to five dollars? Damn. I just don't want to own it. <laughs> like, I don't want to own that shit. <laughs> uh, maybe uh, if I saw it in a Dollar Tree... That would make me go, okay. I could okay. be a completionist for one dollar. I don't own Amazing <laughs> Spider Man either, so Oh sacrilege. Yeah, sacrilege. I used to have the D V D. That's how I first watched the movie. Then I was like, This movie sucks. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> I didn't ever watch it again either because I was disappointed. <laughs> Even though like the later yeah. the later like I guess the last act of the movie is the best of it. But like, still not great. It's still not a good movie. Not good. Well, no. Well, it's better than Sp- Amazing Spider-Man Two. You got to give it that. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess it's like Bear. I don't. I don't like either one really. I like Spider-Man Three way more than both of them. Even though that movie sucks too. But no, like, there's no, some okay, decent. Where... There's like some decent scenes in that movie. And decent elements of Spider-Man 3, but like Amazing Spider-Man movies are both just junk to me. No, man. A I junk will say corporate much. product. <laughs> Spider-Man 3 is very is way better than Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yes. But Amazing Spider-Man 1 is better than Spider-Man 3. No. <laughs> no. It is. No. There was at least one or two scenes where I kind of liked Peter in Spider-Man 3, whereas in Amazing Spider-Man, I don't like Peter at all. <laughs> he is such a douchebag in that movie. In both of those Amazing Spider-Man movies, 
He doesn't yeah. care about it. He's not remotely. He doesn't care about responsibility at all. <laughs> He's so shitty to his aunt. <laughs> yeah. Whereas, like, Toby McGuire, he's a sweet aunt's boy. Yeah. Uh, and and Tom Holland's at least good to his aunt, kinda. Kinda. He's, he's a teen kid living with his aunt. Andrew Garfield, oh, Peter was a douche. <laughs> oh my goodness, he was so angsty. Oh my god, I yeah. forgot how angsty he was. Uh. Like the only other things I watched was like um well, Eric Andre put out a new comedy special on Netflix. Was it good? Yeah. It was funny. I dug it. You dug it. I okay. like Eric Andre. I yeah, I like Eric Andre too. So yeah, yeah that that was uh, that was pretty good. I watched one episode of Floor is Lava. <laughs> and uh yes. no yes. not not a fan. No. Not a fan. Like a rental. I'll give it a rental, two out of five. I give no, I give it some old bullshit. Oh, it's not that I, awful, but like, it's not good. It's not I like mean, I think it kind of sucks, but I'm not gonna say like this is the worst thing I've ever seen. I've seen well, so I mean, much worse TV. Well, I mean, okay, so okay, the floor is lava. So basically, you have these group of three people. These groups of three, they have to get from point A to point B, and the main prize. I don't know how much money they get. Ten thousand bucks. All... Okay, so if you if you win, you get ten thousand bucks, and you get to meet the host. Some guy we don't know. I don't even remember his name. Yeah, yeah. And like, he he sounds like one of those um, narrators you hear on like those uh, True TV dumbest videos or whatever they are. He's he's throwing off one-liners. Yeah, like puns. bad puns and one-liners and all this stuff. Like it's America's Funniest Home Videos. The doctor is in, or all that that that, yeah. that same tone. You know, I'm like God Almighty. I couldn't get past half of the person. Like I'm sure he's a decent so comedian good. or host or whatever, but it's it's the show. But this wasn't it. Yeah. Yeah. And and it doesn't help the show if uh, the contestants take their sweet ass time uh, through the obstacle course. Yeah, there's not really like a there's not really an incentive to just pick up the pace. They're told they have to get the quickest time if they pass it, but they're kind of just trying to figure out how right. to navigate the right. room. I think you and I really would just want to show with an obstacle course like Ninja Warrior. That, that's more up our alley. Whereas like or this show, like this show is like they're so slow to try to get from thing to thing, and you're just like, or, "Come on, just jump already!" If you fall or, in, you fall in. Though I love or, when they fall in and it, and yeah. they pretend to actually be taken up by lava. That's, that's the best. Yeah, and then they and then they screech or they scream. They're like, ah! yeah, and they go under, and you don't see them again, unless they win uh, at the end. Yeah, okay, that that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. But uh, I mean, I give it some high, some old bullshit. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I was, I mean, I'm spoiled with American Ninja Warrior. At least they're doing something. Yeah, at least there's like a more. I need like a bigger, wider space. Or like some even, obstacles that you can go through yeah. quickly. 
or even uh, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock's new uh, uh, TV show, Titan Games. At least they're doing something. Yeah. But with uh, but with the floor is lava. I'm sorry, Netflix, but you wasted your money on that yeah, one. Yeah, it's a mix of boring and annoying. Yeah, that's not and great. It, I mean, if I don't mind ten thousand dollars being the main prize, but you're gonna have to get another host, someone that we sort of know. Just at like least. change up the setup, stretch it out, stretch out the or, room. Or uh, if the players, if the contestants are taking their sweet ass time, do like what Wipeout did, uh, put like an obstacle course where like it automatically like shakes you or something. Yeah, or like you gotta go quickly. Yeah. Just give us but something. I will, say, I will say this though, even though that they were annoying, the triplets, the three bros. Oh, they were the worst. They were the worst, but it was funny how he was the only one left. Like he couldn't, he couldn't do anything. He was just stuck there. He's like, I might as well fall in the lava. <laughs> yeah. There's no way I can get yeah. to the finish. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. Uh, you know what? Netflix should invest in American Ninja Warrior. I would. I, well, they did have their version of it, Beast Wars or Beast oh, Games. Or whatever. I thought that was like their American Gladiators ripoff. Yeah, okay, but what was it called? It was Beast Wars or something? Beast Masters. Beast Masters. And Terry Crews was the host. I mean, oh, hey, okay. he kept it interesting. Yeah. Yeah. We should do that. We should uh, put in an application to do either Beast Master or Flora's Lava. Like you, me, well. and, like you and me and... Uh, uh, Alex McGee or McGee sure or Knox yeah <laughs> I was I was gonna guess Brad or Voz <laughs> uh, Alex Vozniak trying to do that uh, I don't uh, well in all honesty I'm pretty sure he'll be the first one to make it there oh he will purposely from- any of them will purposely screw us out of that game <laughs> Cause us to fail. Well, hey, you and I will teamwork, man. We'll we'll get through. One of us is going to betray the others. There's there's not going to be like a full three person team. Someone is going to betray someone. Well, who would betray us? Oh, all of them. Yeah, just about. (laughs) Uh, Except for Bradley, I don't think Alex Bradley would betray us. No, the rest of them absolutely would. And I would maybe betray them too. <laughs> would would you betray us, Cody? If I had a good opportunity no, to make man. some good entertaining TV out of it, yes. <laughs> You'd fuck our team over for cheap entertainment. Yeah. Cheap thrills. Yeah. No, come on, man. I'm sure being on the show you get paid something. Oh, you have to. Just for I being mean. there. You you get an autograph from the host. That's oh, it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> like, gee, thanks. Oh, thanks, dude. I don't know. I could sell it for eBay for twenty bucks. Not even. Not even. Because people don't know who he is. Like, why are they going to spend <laughs> twenty bucks on an autograph from him? Oh my god. Uh, and uh, I, wa- I watched some impractical jokers at the place. I stayed at. Because, you know, that thing is always on, no, True TV. Actually, the oh, first okay. season is still on Netflix, I think. 
Really? Yeah, they oh, put shit. that up there like a year ago. Oh shit! I gotta check that. That out. there's like a guys. collection of episodes from Adam Ruins Everything, and I I think maybe the Carbonaro effect is on there. Uh, so, uh, but uh, you watch some Impractical Jokers? Yeah, good shit. Yeah, did That's you see the movie? A... No, I have not. Because, like, why are you going to pay to watch that when it's the same shit as the show? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I heard it's slightly worse when they put in, like, sketch comedy or whatever, because yeah. there's, like, a thin plot line. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, uh, what was it, uh, Jackass, the series Jackass? Yeah, and, I, I never got to see really Jackass. I think I saw like one episode years and, after. And uh, they did the, um, like you said, uh, they did their own thing. Uh, the spinoff Bad Grandpa, mm-hmm. where, where it's pretty much just uh, not mess stunts. That's how they that's how they move the plot through. Just stunts, random pranks and whatnot. It gets boring. Yeah. It's like, why do you it's need a movie? Okay. Especially a theatrical yeah. movie. They could have just put this, they could have just made it for Netflix or HBO Max. HBO Max? They would never accept that. Because Time Warner, right? Oh. Because True right. TV is a Time Warner thing. It's a Time but, Warner and Turner. But uh, Jackass is run by MTV, and I don't know where MTV lies in. Uh, they're owned by Paramount. Yeah, Paramount. And Viacom. So yeah, actually, the Practical Joker should have just made a movie for HBO Max. That, that would have been a better idea. Yeah, it would have been a better idea. And it would have made more sense because it's like, okay, sure, an Impractical Joker's like comedy special. Yeah. Of them yeah. going and doing their bits, and maybe you inter splice that with a recording of like one of their live shows when they go on tour. Uh, for Impractical Jokers, uh, apparently Sal, how do you pronounce his last name? Sal Volcano. Sal Volcano. Yes. Uh, he was, yeah, he was here in Raleigh, uh, during his tour. Yeah, he's been uh, to Raleigh. I think they, they've been to Greensboro. Uh, I've never seen his comedies, uh, routines. I don't know if he's good. I haven't seen his stand-up either. Yeah, so I don't know if, uh. I mean, I like him in the show, but I don't know how he is on stand-up, so. Like, I'd rather watch Tom Segura stand-up. Well, of course, because he's a seasoned stand-up. Yeah, yeah. He's much more seasoned, has more experience, and he's great. He is great. His Netflix specials are all good. Have you seen Ball Hog, though? No. Well, is that one of his specials? Yeah, that's one of his specials. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it that's a new good. one. Yeah, that one's good. Yeah, that's yeah, all right, yeah. That one was pretty good. Uh, I think, like, there was something near the beginning that I thought was kind of meh, and then it got really good after that. Right, right. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but out of all the uh, comedians that we know, uh, like Burt Kreischer, Tom Segura, Joe Rogan, uh, Chris D'Ela, D'Elia. D'Elia. D'Elia, Chris D'Elia. Uh, what do you? Which one's your personal fave? I think you're, you're going to say Tom Segura. Uh, Tom Segura is one of them. He's probably like number three. Number three. Yeah, he's in the so, top five so for sure. Your, uh, like the top so two would top be five? like 
in no particular order, Dave Chappelle, John Mulaney, uh-huh. Tom Segura, uh, at least those three. I'm going to say at least those three. So th- those You're are gonna, my top three. You you were about to say uh, Chris D- No, D- I was not about to say Chris D'Elia. D'Elia. <laughs> and I uh, especially can't say that anymore. <laughs> Jeez. Jesus I was Christ. probably going to say like someone like uh, Park Na Rae. She's a Korean comedian. She's really good. Um, uh-huh. Wanda Sykes had a great special last year. Wanda Sykes? Yep. Yeah. 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 Ken Jeong um, had a great special last year. And uh, Anthony Jeselnik had a, had a good special. Fuck, fuck Anthony Jeselnik. I'm not a fan of him. Really? Not I a like fan him. of his comedy. He is one of those that tries to be offensive just for the sake of it. But there's no like real humor in anything other than, oh, hey, I said something offensive. Someone who does that a lot better is Jim Jeffries. Yeah, uh, I, I I like Jim Jeffries' stuff. I like Jim Jeffries too. <laughs> but really, Anthony Jeselnik, damn dude, I, I not I never was, been a fan of his. I hated I that show he used to do, the Jeselnik Offensive. I love that show. I hated that, that fucking shit. show. That show was dude. awful. No, nah, dude. Oh my god, I love this show. Man. Hey, you remember that show <laughs> Jeff Ross used to do, The Burn? No. There's like him and a couple other comics would like roast news. No, I haven't heard like of news stories and stuff. It only lasted like a season. Even though uh-huh. like I thought it was funny. And like his co host or like his um it wasn't a co host, but it was like a I guess announcer in the same way some game shows have announcers or uh, late night shows. Uh his like his like announcer co-host person was Gilbert Gottfried. So yeah. just hearing his voice at the beginning of every episode was fantastic. Right. Um uh yeah, uh dude. Oh, um yeah. The reason why I was talking about Chris De- De- Delia was because you sent me that text message while I was at work. You sent me a text message that says, "Well, someone got canceled." And I read it. I'm like, what? What's going on? Yeah. And and apparently, he is he he's accused by multiple young women uh, that grooming he, grooming young women. Yeah. And uh, I guess also like sexually harassing, just like girls on, them. just like girls on Twitter and Instagram and shit and Snapchat. Right. And, and of course, you know me, I scrolled through Twitter, the going down the Twitter wormhole, trying to figure out what's going on and whatnot. I don't have a Twitter account. I just scroll through it though. And, uh, and the one thing led to another, uh, he's been doing this ever since he started out as a comic, apparently. At least for the past like five plus years yeah exactly yeah and uh yeah uh do you think he's canceled like he's officially canceled Uh, or for now he's canceled until they figure out that he's innocent if they do 
Because I know Crystal well, is trying to find counter evidence now. He is. Uh, okay, so uh, do you know the this other comedian, Andrew Schultz? No. Okay, well, uh, he's a decent comedian, but anyway. Um, he has a podcast, and he was talking about Chris. He contacted Chris in regards to what the hell is happening. And uh, Chris was telling um, Chris was telling the dude that uh, don't worry, uh, me and my team we're going through our messages, emails, we're gathering up evidence, we're gonna put something together. And then uh, Andrew told him, "Well, you better hurry up, dude." Yeah, and, yeah, you better hurry up. Like this shit, <laughs> you get canceled quick these days. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And uh, well, the the his team, uh, his team PR or whoever you want to call it, uh, recently posted uh, the email uh, that uh, a screenshot of the email that uh, one of the girls said uh, revealed her age, and then Chris uh, replied, "Oh, that's too young. Sorry, have a good day or whatever. Bye." So it was proof that Chris like let the conversation, but. It's also it screws him over because it's proof that he did he had communication with these girls, like yeah, like the, what like was that? Even if he had, ends uh, up not being a pedo, he still was kind of creepy to his female fans for a few years. Yeah, so uh, I don't know, man. Um, from all the shit that I've read that you've read, I don't think there's any way to get back up on that horse. Yeah. It's going to be tough. And I sent you that photo of a shirtless Chris with the caption. Yeah, was that real? Or did someone Photoshop that? I don't know if it's real. It looks real, but there was another photo of a of the uh, the girl that was accusing Chris and it had the same caption. So, I don't know which is I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But it looked convincing, right? And obviously it made you uncomfortable. Yeah, I guess we were mentioning this because, like, everybody's getting canceled right now, including, yeah. including Crystal Lee, and I used to actually kind of like his stand-up, so that's a shame. Even though I even though I thought his specialist that he put out, like, a few months ago was kind of lame. But, like, I, I actually liked his work for a bit, so that, that sucks. I, I wasn't, it wasn't, like, my top favorite comedian ever, so I'm not, like, super crushed other than just, like, that sucks. Well, yeah, well, it was shocking, but and also it's ironic because he played a pedophile in two different shows. Believe right, it or not. in workaholics yeah, and in you, and you. So it's like art intimidating life, if you will. <laughs> I guess so. But uh, but yeah, and then also Chris's uh, many, friends, many other people getting canceled. Uh, well, uh, just the ones I can remember. Uh, J.K. Rowling, Doja Cat, again. Uh, Ansel Elgort. Well, I already said Crystalia. Uh, many people, especially in the UK wrestling scene, um, including uh, Jack Gallagher, uh, Travis Banks, a few other people I can't remember. Tessa Blanchard might be on there eventually. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I can't uh, really say anything about Tessa Blanchard yet. There's just rumors that she was a bully and stuff. Uh, lots of other. I think Tyler Bate 
was on the list of accused, which sucks because I loved Tyler Bate. So that would stink, and plenty other people all down the list, including um, there's like actually accusations against like Jim Cornette and his wife that she was like trying to scoop up some guys for some uh, sex capades or whatever. But um, there there's a lot of like sexual harassment and rape allegations against a lot of male wrestlers, particularly in the UK, and promoters being sleazy and all that stuff. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, Jimmy Fallon, uh, Terry Crews. <laughs> the no! list goes. I don't think Terry Crews got canceled. He just said a really dumb tweet, so he got under fire for a bit. He'll be fine. Same with Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel's Kimmel. probably going to be fine. Oh, Howard Stern. <laughs> because there's well, we a lot Howard... of people that that were, there are clips that have been unearthed of them in blackface. Right. Uh, but actually, I was going to mention J.K. Rowling. Is it J.K. Rowling or Rowling? Rowling. Rowling. Okay. Uh, I, uh, I just watched the Double Toasted special about her. I didn't know this was going on. But so J.K. Rowling doesn't believe that trans women are women. Is that the thing that's going on? Yeah. She, she's been saying some stuff against like trans people really being their gender that they identify as and something about sex something about like sex not being like real sex or something with trans or whatever she was she was sounding like really stupid and kind of prejudiced so she was essentially from what i've watched they said that J.K. Rowling's motive motive is protecting, uh, I guess, protecting the women's rights, or, prote- or she's using feminism. I think like, she's uh, trying to be a feminist, but she kind of yeah, it's making her sound more like a conservative. Exactly, and uh, what's shocking? Yeah, uh, so she doesn't. She doesn't believe that trans people in general, they're they don't they're not their sex, right? They're not their I think that's what she's been saying. Yes. Uh and which is also funny because uh JK Rowling praised Stephen King as a person yes. like, oh and then Stephen King said trans women are women, and then JK Rowling unfollowed and blocked Stephen King. I don't think she blocked him. But she unfollowed him. Yes, and deleted her tweet praising him. Yeah, deleted her tweet praising him. So then I'm thinking, okay, eh, maybe she... She, She's a special kind of petty. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if this is going to tarnish her credibility with the films. But as a Mm, person, though... But as a person, though, she's very shitty. Yeah, I I don't know what's going on. Uh, I I, I've say, kind of claimed that she's an attention whore, anyways. Uh, who, I was gonna, you know, not even no, not even including the. To me, this isn't even. This is like a separate conversation than the one of me disapproving of her, kind of pulling a Peter Jackson and George Lucas with these, um, Fantastic Beast movies. 
that are doing exactly what the prequel trilogies of those franchises did to their yeah. properties. Yeah. Over explaining things we don't need explained, you know, just uh, boring, uninteresting, bad movies. Um, and <laughs> with that, I was also kind of saying that she was just doing things, Being... these things to keep her name relevant. Or, like, you know, keep going back to the franchise that made her relevant because she can't do much outside of it. But, like, that's a, that's a whole different conversation. This one is just, like, it's, like, um... Stupidity. Yeah, just, like, Aunt Jenny is on Twitter too much. Yeah. yeah. And doesn't know well, what a filter is. I was gonna say that, uh, doesn't it count as transphobic? Yeah. I mean, it's that's transphobic. It's kind of transphobic what she's saying. It's yeah. not good. Yeah, so she's going to have to take a break from social media. Yeah. And and, and some... reassess her claims, you know? Yeah. Which she's not going to cuz she's been like yeah. avidly backing up her stupid claims. Or it's not just she said something wrong. Yeah. It's like she keeps backing it up. And some Harry Potter stars came out and, like, I guess, like, against what she said publicly. Like, of course, Emma Watson. Right. Yeah. And others. Of course, Emma Watson. Uh, Like, so many people are getting canceled now and, like, all at once. Where it's, like, a new crop of people every day on Twitter. Where it's hard to even keep up. Like I was I was talking to China about this the other day and she she informed me of ones that I already forgotten about like Doja Cat. Yeah, Doja Cat. What happened with Doja Cat again? Uh it's like she she, uh... she was in like a like a, a chat room with a bunch of white like I guess conservative white people or whatever and, and I guess she said something kind of anti-black. Okay. Uh and she was just like teasing them or something. I I think she's just a troll. Like troll. That, that's my thing with Doja Cat. I think she, when she does when she says like dumb stuff like that, I think she's just trolling. So like I don't take that shit too seriously. But still, though, I mean. And apparently, this isn't like the first time she said controversy. Yeah. So like, whatever. I mean. Cardi B straight up admitted to drugging and raping dudes, so... And then she's still making millions. Like, drugging so and like... stealing from dudes, if not raping them, so she's... And she's still on top, even though yeah. she's talentless, but... Uh, uh talentless. I'm not, a, I'm not a fan. I mean, if you had a choice between listening to Sofia Vergara or Cardi B for an entire day... Vergara. Pick? I pick Vergara, yeah. What, are you trying to say she got an annoying voice or something? My name's Sophia Vergara. When she has to play up the accent really hard in some roles, yeah, Uh, it's bad. uh, Like Modern Family and uh, that Uh, movie, like Hot Pursuit, I think it was, with uh, Reese Witherspoon. And Corey reviewed that that one. Yeah. That one's hilarious. Um, 
who were the other people that got canceled? Ansel Ansel Elgort, Elgort where apparently he got into a relationship with a 17-year-old fan and maybe sexually assaulted her. And there's picture proof, actually. I saw the picture. At least picture proof that they were together. Yeah. And that they were talking on Instagram. Yeah. So it's like, ah. So there's another person in Baby Driver that will make you uncomfortable. (sighs) Well, I was going to ask you this question. Uh, Do you personally get tired of cancel culture? Uh... Like there's been so many oh, going on. There's many people. Getting- yeah, it's it's just that so many are happening at once. I can't even keep track to where like half of them aren't even gonna get the time they deserve if the person actually did anything wrong. So now it's all just lost in the shuffle. Uh, has cancel culture ever benefited? Was there like one or several star actors, whoever? deserve to get canceled because of cancel culture I, sure. I don't remember yeah like who I can't remember a wine scene like, a wine scene yeah uh, Kevin uh, Spacey Louis CK Louis CK uh, hopefully Brian Singer oh you want Brian Singer canceled oh yeah I think we've been kind of people have kind of been trying to cancel him the last couple years since like Bohemian Rhapsody was filming. Yeah. And of course, uh, like other accusations beyond all of his um, sexual molestation accusations and apparently accusations of him being involved in that child sex trafficking ring like Epstein was involved in. <laughs> oh, God. Um, uh, just like that as a director, there are often times where he wouldn't even be on set or do anything where it was like the first AD, I think, or maybe second unit, like do his job for him pretty much. And like they were doing that since like X two days. Uh, uh, well, um, there were... There's some positives for cancel culture, but then there's also yeah, some negatives to cancel culture. It's like, um, yeah, I, the positive is going, yeah, the positive is going against sexual harassment in the workplace and racism and all that good, all that bad stuff. Um, right, misconduct and sorts, yeah. But when it's just like someone trying to get at somebody for not agreeing with their agenda. Or whatever, like that's not great. Like was, um, uh, James Gunn, example, like people were trying to yeah. cancel him just because it was just because James Gunn didn't like Trump. Uh, that was because of the pedophile jokes. Yeah, which I mean, those are bad, sure. but like Disney Marvel already yeah. knew about those, and it was several years ago, and he already publicly apologized years ago. Yeah. What about the what about that dude the 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 one from Flash? Did he deserve to get canceled? Yes. What? Yeah. What <laughs> yeah absolutely. What is, uh, he what said what like he a did? bunch of kind of racist and sexist tweets from like years and years ago. Okay. I can't <laughs> I can't remember the actor's name because I don't like heavily watch the Flash. 
about the guy that played Ralph slash the elongated man got fired because those tweets resurfaced. Oh, God. But then that means, though, that uh, you got to admit, though, like the people that are trying to find any dirt on a particular actor or star or director, whoever, they just take the time to scroll all the way yeah. down. I'm like, you have to be bored out of your mind like, or... Like, if someone's actually legitimately doing something to you or you already know of their their bad stuff and have the evidence, and yeah, sure, of course, go out about it. But, like, if you're the just world. trying to cancel someone that you just don't particularly like and trying to find a reason to cancel them, like, yeah, that's, that's not great. Because even, even when uh-huh. eventually the person's found to be innocent, you've already kind of ruined their career. Like, Aziz Ansari... That's true. And that turned out to be a misunderstanding and that harmed his career. Uh, I was going to say, um, <laughs> I guarantee you the world will shatter if they find a legitimate reason to cancel Tom Hanks. Oh, like if they no. find something, Like if they find something bad about Tom Hanks, I just feel it. I just feel it. Because like, there's so much negativity right now. What better way to bring in more negativity than find something ill yeah. within Tom Hanks? Like how people that... people have tried to spread those rumors for years about Fred Rogers having like all sleeves of tattoos and from like fighting in Nam or something. <laughs> in like Nam or Korea right. or something. And it's like, no. <laughs> he was pretty much the guy you saw on TV. Yeah. Or uh, cancel. Uh, who else is canceled? Who else uh, do we know that's like so loved and innocent? I've I've listed just about everyone recently that was spread. The Cole Sprouse thing ended up being fake, I think. Oh. Because good. it was like this. It was like this person making all of these different accounts. And spreading stuff about Cole Sprouse. Apparently, this is someone who has done it before about other Riverdale cast members, yeah. including him in the past and KJ Appa and some other people. Oh, there was that girl from Glee, like Leah Michelle, where uh, where like another co-star from that show pretty much came out against her when like me- Leah Michelle was trying to share like Black Lives Matter stuff. And that girl was like, oh, that's funny because, you know, you made my first acting gig a living hell and you, you know, like bullied me and stuff and said some racist shit. <laughs> so, and like other people being like, yeah, Lee Michelle was a bitch yeah, on that yeah. show. So. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, Ezra? In my opinion, with. Ezra Miller? Is you, he? You just want is he? Probably you, not. Probably not, because like no one said anything about it since. Really, I guess they're trying just to just like forget about it. I don't like him as the Flash. So you don't want him canceled, though. I don't know if I want him canceled or anything. <laughs> I, I want him fired as the Flash because he sucks as the Flash. But uh, that's how I feel. But if he actually was like going up trying to choke out fans and shit at bars and in foreign countries yeah sure maybe I mean 
Yeah, ever since that happened, I've heard nothing about it. Yeah, Warner Brothers yeah. has said nothing. He said nothing. nothing Publicists, nothing. Like, they're just waiting to see if it blows over. Like, no, we're not forgetting about that. I mean, no. And plus, it doesn't help that, well, I mean, because next year is the Snyder Cut. So, I mean, maybe that's why Warner Brothers is keeping hush. Yeah, and then after that comes out, yo, his ass is fired. Yeah, Justice League Snyder you know, Cut like, releases next yeah. year, and then Ezra's out. As soon as it comes out, they're like, okay, yeah, yeah, he's done. He's done. <laughs> oh, well, well, it makes sense because uh, they need him. Maybe they need him for uh, ADR, redubbing uh, some lines or something. I don't know. It could be possible. but uh... Maybe. But yeah, but uh, Ezra, uh, yeah, that's just another thing. Um, Johnny yeah, Depp was kind of like canceled and then uncanceled. Well, to be fair though, uh, to be fair though, I don't know. I, I don't feel like that's a that's different considering now there's proof that Amber Heard admitted that she was the yeah. abuser too. That's what I mean by so uncanceled. Why, yeah. So why can't? Why why aren't people trying to cancel Amber? I think they were kinda. Well, I mean, there's like the, the whole stupid uh sign the petition to get Amber Heard out of Aquaman too. And they're not gonna do that. One they, they don't care. Well, I mean, I don't know. You never know. But uh but uh apparently um Amber Heard's lawyers bailed on her. <laughs> So uh, that's not a good sign. Uh, I don't know. I just want to. I just want to see justice, if you will. And uh, regardless of what happens, I just hope that Johnny Depp comes back into the spotlight. Uh, one, Cons- uh, the people looking for problems on the internet kind of need to chill. And uh, also, yeah, stop know. saying stupid stuff on Twitter, people. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> And uh, go back and delete things that you think might not be received well later. I mean, I mean, I just don't understand why like their true motive. Like, is it because they just want to feel like they're making a difference? I guess. Or, you, or some like people you said, just want to watch the world burn. Ah, there you go. There you go. Yep. Oh man, but. Uh, I give. I'm looking forward to July because I guarantee you, between July 1st until July 30th, someone else is going to get canceled again. Sure. Only this I mean, time, like even today, I, I I saw the like a hashtag lock up Brian Singer. Really? Yeah, okay. I've I've seen the Brian Singer stuff on and off for like the last couple of years now. So because like it's being it's uh, being let out gradually more and more like everyone kind of always knew he was a piece of shit well i will say this though about brian singer major kudos to his lawyers or to his pr to whoever for making sure he does not get canceled you know get fired over anything whatnot i don't think he has any upcoming movies right now yeah. Especially when it was like so public. Yeah. Of what was going down on the Bohemian Rhapsody set. 
Well, I mean, yeah, and uh, well, one negative turned to a positive. Dexter Fletcher, he finished Bohemian Rhapsody, and then man, and then doing other things. So I mean, yeah. win lose, yeah. Uh, so I guess the only benefiting job you could get on a Brian Singer set is second unit director yeah. for when he ends up you know going AWOL like he always does so then you can go in direct the movie and then get your own movies and he's apparently going to do Sherlock Holmes 3 which I can't wait no no way he's doing it he's attached uh, to it isn't Guy Ritchie going to do Sherlock Holmes 3 he was but uh, he's now attached to Aladdin too. Right? And why is anybody going to do Sherlock Holmes three? It's been like a decade, guys. We don't care anymore. <laughs> I don't. I don't care about a Sherlock Holmes three. Last one well, came Robert out in like 2011. I don't care. Well, I mean, Robert Downey Jr. needs to redeem himself after. No, he doesn't. Uh, do no, he doesn't. He's been do- Iron Man for 12 years. He doesn't need to redeem himself from shit. Oh, he was well, in I mean, one shitty do- movie. That we probably already forgot about. He doesn't even redeem shit. He's Robert Downey <laughs> Jr. Uh, yeah. yeah but, he's redeeming uh, himself all the way to the bank. That's what he's exactly. doing. Took home a big ass check. Yeah. It's the only thing they spent money on in that movie. Yeah, half of the budget. Definitely wasn't the effects. What, for Doolittle? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. They Half of the budget went to Robert Downey Jr. and the rest just went to... I don't know, shitty. legal fees or whatever. Legal. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. <clears throat> but, yeah, but... Uh, cancel culture, man. Uh, it's not going to stop until... Can we cancel the movie theater chains next? Oh, because yeah, that's that was my segue that. into that because they've all been they were all stupid like last week. If we did a show last week, I would have talked about how stupid they've been. Okay, so uh, okay, so run it by me again. So like, who was the first? Um, AMC was, AMC first, was right? like the first public thing, but I think the other theater chains had similar rulings on masks, where they suggested it but they didn't mandate it. And AMC okay. especially got under fire for that. And right. so they all backtracked, like, right after him being like, okay, we hear you. We're we're going to mandate masks. And um, they're planning to open up in, like, mid-July. And uh, unhinged, while delayed to the end of July, it's still going to be the first uh, new movie. Out. It's going to beat the others. It's going to beat the others and it's going to make a billion dollars. Uh, Unhinged. (sighs) Um, No. Why couldn't Tenet be... Why couldn't Tenet stay in July 31st? Why August? Damn. Yeah, everything uh, else got pushed back again like they always do. It's it's not even a story anymore. Because, you know, of course it got delayed. Because someone uh, tells me this thing got delayed again. I'm like, no shit, it got delayed. Well, uh, and even yeah. even if it didn't, or even when it got delayed too, I'm not gonna go see it anyways, because I am not going to a movie theater for probably the rest of 2020 at least. 
Like Broadway's well, got the right um, idea. They can't. They're not starting up again until the beginning of 2021 at the earliest. And I'm like, yes, yeah. Because let let's just give up on theatrical releases in 2020. It's just a bad idea. I noticed lately that some films that were supposed to be released in theaters, when they got released in digital, like I've noticed a trend where some of these films, I feel like they would have benefited more if they were released on uh, video on demand as opposed to the theatrical releases. Like the quality-wise, like uh, Artemis Fowl, yeah, that deserved to be straight to VOD, you know? Uh, what, are, what are the movies? Uh, the Hunt from uh, Blumhouse. Apparently that Scoob. Scoob. Uh, uh, Trolls Troll Troll World, World Tour. Tour. I mean, that probably would have been um, successful in theaters, but it was probably more successful being on VOD. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then also I uh, read for, uh, I think it was AMC, the the pricing for the buckets. Okay, so it's like $25 for a bucket of popcorn, and it's like uh, you have to pay $5 for a popcorn refill. Yeah, that's, uh, that's like the year bucket, where you get the bucket for like the whole year, yeah. and you only have to pay yeah. a smaller amount to refill yeah. it each time. Yeah, and then of course, uh, no... Uh, there's uh, refills. You have to do your own refills or something. Uh, I don't know. They're doing everything they can to make sure that your theater experience is a safe one. I feel like those Coke machines they have, though, is not, that wouldn't be safe. Because, of the because touch of the you're buttons. touching the buttons yourself and the touch screen. Like, you have to touch it. So, what, you're going to have one... Uh, one AMC uh, employee standing there by the machine and just spray disinfectant on it every single time a person right. touches. Or they'll have to get the regular soda fountains back, which will cost I don't know how much. Probably a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. Bring the regular soda. Because like, I mean, no, like Regal had that the whole time. Soda fountains. They never went over to those touchscreen Coke machines. Um, um, yeah, uh, I was going to say, though, um, you're not going to go to movie theaters until 2021. Uh, the earliest uh, at this point. Yeah, but for me, though, um, I do have my mask. And uh, if I were to do it, I think the only movie that I want to see this year, the only movie that I want to see this year is Tenet. Like, just watch it and then be done with it. If, as long as the theaters take the proper precautions, of course. Even then, I don't trust it right now. And it's like, there's no movie that's going to make me risk my health to go out in a movie theater and sit in a public place. It's just not happening for me. And with all these... Uh, like classic movies being re-released to try to help people get back into theaters. It's like, yeah, let me risk my health for a movie I've already seen and probably own or can much easier <laughs> access at home. You can buy all those movies on digital. Actually, not this, yeah. not this past weekend, but like the weekend yeah, before. Like, uh, uh, one of... um, like the weekend before last weekend... The 
like the top grossing movies that weekend were Jurassic Park and Jaws. They end up them coming back out. The last several months, like the the only things they could track were the couple newer movies that are being shown at drive ins. And I guess Jurassic Park and Jaws were also shown at drive ins. Right. But um Yeah, I'm not um, going to theaters. Yeah, not going no. To theaters. No. Fuck that. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not risking well, my health to my... go see Tenet. I don't care. I'm going to wait <laughs> till it comes on VOD or Blu-ray or Netflix or whatever. Oh, oh really? Yeah. I'm not I'm not going out to see that in theaters. I'm not going out to see anything in theaters. I don't care if it's Christopher Nolan or Or like uh, whatever, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I agree. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I might do it. I'm not. It's not concrete, but uh, still. Yeah. Either or, you know, it just depends. Uh, so um. I could have sworn we were going to talk about something else. What was uh, the... there were a few things on here? We talked about people getting canceled. Yeah, there's. Good, good. Well, we had Michael Keaton coming in very early talks to come back as Bruce Wayne, an older Bruce Wayne, in this Flash movie that they're doing. Very early talks. I'm sick of the people going around acting like this is legit and happening and seeing like oh does this mean we're getting yeah, Batman early. Beyond nothing has been announced to actually suggest that he hasn't even signed on to the movie stop talking about Batman Beyond <laughs> or talking about him for oh, sure man. being in the movie it's very early talks in talks doesn't mean shit people it <laughs> doesn't it doesn't they can pull out at any time uh, when they had that news story of Henry Cavill being in talks to come back as Superman for other movies. He's been in talks for years to come back as Superman. This isn't news, people. It's not news <laughs> until they've signed that dotted line on the contract. Damn. And even then, they probably like, still I... could get out of it. <laughs> oh, man. I wish the uh, listeners could see what I'm seeing. Like, Cody's passionate. Like, like this is how it is. Stop. This Stop acting happened. like in talks means anything because it doesn't. It is there's no confirmation. It doesn't mean shit. Oh, I can I can I can top yours by the way. Um, it's just a well sourced rumor. That's what it is. Go on. Well, hey, well, look. Here's a rumor to top that rumor. They said that rumor has it that if Michael Keaton were not to be casted as Bruce Wayne, they're going to get Christian Bale. He would say back. no. Christian Bale would say <laughs> no to that. He doesn't want to come back as Batman, like ever. If Christopher Nolan's not doing it, he doesn't want to do it. Right, right. <laughs> like, who who made up that rumor and thought, yeah, Christian Bale for sure would come back? No. You probably have a better <laughs> chance of getting Val Kilmer. Oh, God, no. Even though, like, Looney. Val Kilmer didn't ever want to come back after his one... Or bring back George Clooney. Yeah, you probably might have a better chance of bringing back George Clooney. Actually, no, you'd have a better chance of bringing back Christian Bale than George Clooney. Oh, yeah? Like, yeah, George Clooney does Clooney, not George want to be George Clooney back. hated that experience. 
He was in one movie, and it's still considered one of the worst movies of all time. So, I mean, he's he's been shitting on that movie for years. I don't think he would want to ever be Bruce Wayne again. <laughs> so, uh, but, uh, okay. You gotta, you gotta love rumors. You gotta love rumors, though. I, I guess. Mean, but it's just like, come on. Like, people stop blowing this out of proportion. Yeah, y'all are blowing it out like it's actually happening and for some reason people think it means a Batman Beyond movie's happening and I don't understand these people I want a Batman Beyond movie. Running it. Sure. I mean, I don't don't know if there's really that big of a desire for that movie anymore. (laughs) Because Batman Beyond was like 20 years ago. And like, yeah, I love Batman Beyond. And I'm like, yeah. does anybody else give a shit? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, so that's a check. Uh, let's see. Uh, Josh Trank was mouthing off on Instagram for anybody that didn't like Capone oh, or just didn't like right. him as a filmmaker. He was mouthing off at them being like, well, Stephen King liked Capone. And uh, right. these these critics that I will not name and cite said it was great. So, oh, and I'm still the youngest guy to get a number one movie at the box office. Right. Like, shut up, you. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yes, let's please let's please let's talk about that because, uh, yeah, Josh Trank. Uh, quit social media. He quitted his Twitter and Instagram. I don't know if he had a Facebook. But uh, after one troll just said Capone sucks. No, no, one troll. I guess. No, no. Uh, uh, one guy uh, said, "Can you name a more pretentious uh, filmmaker or something, something?" Or, and then he said, "Josh Trank." Yeah, or I was like talentless something equals Josh Trang. There there were a few a few of those kinds of comments. Like, why do you feel the need to go after every single hater in your Instagram comments? And then it's just like it's not like it's not like they're being sexist or racist to them or anything. Like legit reasons to get tired of it. It's just like, oh, they don't like my movie. Meh and there one, and, he, and that one Insta post where he was just like, to all the people who said Capone sucks and sucks in quotation marks, <laughs> being like Stephen King liked it, Stephen Ryan King Johnson. liked me, and like my director friends and uh, important critics that I will not cite or name at all liked it, and it's just it just makes me go like this is the shit that got you in director's jail to begin with dude because you don't stop running your mouth but this time you're not actually getting canceled or thrown back in because you didn't badmouth the studio no that's why he was in trouble the first time because he badmouthed the studio this time uh, he's just being a dick to fans on the or haters on the internet though you're feeling more bad for him and I don't feel bad for him at all because, like, I don't care what kind of condition he has. He's being an asshole. <laughs> and, like, there's only so much I can excuse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then he uh, threatened to punch the dude in the face. Like, the yeah, next guy yeah, said. say it to my face, dude. <laughs> I'm say like, it to my what? Face, dude. 
<laughs> like you've lost the argument if you say say it to my face <laughs> and my I'll punch the shit out of you and just, when you start doing that you've kind of lost the argument yeah well I mean uh, well um yeah uh you made one bad movie which is Fantastic Four Fan Four Stick and you're gonna have your haters dude just take the high road and just ignore it no yeah. just say yeah it's like you're wasting your time arguing with randos on Instagram. Yeah, at first I was like, yeah, okay. I mean, maybe the maybe the uh, the haters should just stop trying to be dicks and just leave them alone. I mean, hey, I mean, but I lost all I lost all uh, sympathy for him when he did the whole. Uh, I'm the youngest guy that did this. Stephen King like yeah. this. Ryan Johnson said this. It's like, you guys, okay, now you're arrogant and kind of deserve to get punched in the face, too. And then and then from a previous episode, remember I reviewed Capone saying that it was uh, a rental, low yeah. rental? Yeah, I mean, dude, Capone, just admit it. I mean, sure, you're proud of it, but still, Capone, it's just, it's not that revolutionary. Yeah, it's, it's like... He, well, what, what I, I, I've said it on Twitter, is just like, he realizes people don't have to like his movie, right? Right. It's like, people aren't going to like, there's always going to be people that don't like your movie. Don't just be like, oh, yeah. we'll see it to my face then, dude. Or screw you, because I still am the youngest guy to have a number one movie at the box office. Which is like, well, <laughs> how much was it? What month did it come out in? Yeah. Right? Didn't it come out in January or February? Chronicle? Yeah. Uh, I think it was it a came February out movie. very early in the year. And yeah, a, like 2018, maybe last year as well, was like is like when February started to be very big. And I mean, I don't know. I mean, Trank to me, Trank just needs to, just needs to not be on social media at all. Yeah. Cause it, it kind of reveals them to be a prick. Well, not, or at well, least he comes off like a prick. A man child. Me, yes. And I just like, don't like anybody that goes off on like arrogant rants like that. Like I just feel like he needs to get his head out of his ass and get over a chronicle. Like uh with Josh Trank's case, um yeah, I think this dude doesn't have the mental uh or no, not the mental, but the mature the mature uh mindset to have social media. Yeah, because if he because if he lashes out at his haters like this, like dude, just you're the not doing simplest yourself... haters, it's like it's barely even bait. Like you can barely even consider that bait. Like I'm like I'm wondering what's the dude like in uh, behind the scenes, like on sets. Like if yeah. he's that insecure, if he's that insecure on social media, I wonder what he's like on set. Oh, uh, go talk to Miles Teller; he'll tell you. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, I haven't read that. 
from uh, Miles Teller, but uh, I didn't read the exact yeah, comments. Oh, oh. I know he was the guy that trashed him, though. Oh, and uh, yeah, and then I read the uh, and then uh, uh, Trank did this interview recently ahead of Capone's release. Uh, he said that how did he get Tom Hardy? And he said that oh, Tom and I we became friends like that. We clicked instantly. We played video games together. We talked for hours on the phone about about art, about life, et cetera, and so forth. Tom Hardy understands me. <laughs> that That's what he's pretty much saying, essentially. You know, like, Tom Hardy knows me. He gets me. He gets me at what I am doing with Capone. And I'm like, nah, dude, you're just giving Tom Hardy the excuse to have him hamming it up on screen. Yeah, so I don't, I don't have a very good opinion of Josh Trank. Yeah, no one does. At this point, I guess not. And and if we're being honest, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but like that's the most negative thing I have to say about Tom Hardy is you're just giving Tom Hardy an excuse to have him ham it up on screen. Yeah. Or overact or chew the scene, you know. But oh well, what are you gonna do? Trank is just gonna be Trank until he releases his next indie film because he's not setting foot on Hollywood blockbusters again. He's and good, not for a good. while at least. I don't trust him at all with the I don't. superhero. Yeah, so he shouldn't do it. Uh, so uh, what's next on the itinerary? Uh. Well, really, that was about all the news stories, unless you really want to talk about the Disney Plus thing where they're having, like, summer movie night or whatever, which is really just translates to or putting out a couple movies available on the service, like, every week, most of them being Fox. Well, half of them are being, like, Fox releases, and the other half were Disney movies that, they hadn't had the streaming rights back to yet and got them back. Like at some point else through the looking glass is going to go on there when they get it back from Netflix and the X-Men goes into the Fox thing. Uh, The X-Men, the only noble thing for me was that the X-Men movies, it doesn't really make sense how they're being put on there. They're out of order. Yeah. They're starting with days of future past. And then the next week apocalypse goes on there. Like, either next week or a few weeks later, uh, the original X-Men goes on there. And, like, by the end of their summer thing, uh, the Wolverine pops on there. Which is interesting, because Days Future Past and the Wolverine also have the one usage of the F-bomb. So, I I don't know if they're just going to dub over that for Disney+. Plus. That'll be interesting when one of the when Days of Future Past drops. I'll go to that scene to see if they did anything to it. And uh, the only other thing I had to notice was, um, well, actually, this Friday when this episode drops is like their first dropping of stuff, and one of the two they're putting up there was the original Mighty Ducks, but they have no plans of putting up D two or D three. You finally get me happy to put up the first Mighty Ducks. I'm like, oh, thank you, Disney. That's something you need to do from the beginning. But no D2 or D3, the Mighty Ducks. Come on. Give me give oh, me D2 uh, and D3. And actually, give me D4. Don't give me a Disney Plus show. Give me D4. 
yeah. Uh, and then uh, this week is uh, the release of Hamilton. Ah, uh, yes, that was the other one that that comes out this Friday. And apparently, there's uh, in the uh, in the play there's uh, uh, three fucks in the play. Apparently, and then Lin Manuel Miranda he said he publicly said stated that uh, they removed the two f words, but they'll leave the one f word in. Okay. So maybe, so maybe, like with the Wolverine and Days of Future Past, I think they'll allow the they'll, one. They'll allow the one. Yeah. So I I vaguely remember the word fuck being said one time in Iron Man 3. Now, I don't want to go back and watch through all of Iron Man 3 to figure (laughs) out if they said fuck, but if anybody has watched Iron Man 3 on Disney+, Plus, let us know. Do they still say fuck? Or any other Marvel movie where the F-bomb slipped in? Oh, and they're putting up the Tim Story Fantastic Four from 2005 at some point. But they're not putting up Rise of the Silver Surfer. <laughs> you gotta have both. You gotta have both. So we're, so we're stuck with Fan Four Stick and Fantastic Four. Great. Yeah, Fan Four Stick is on there. Yeah, well, I don't know why. Well, it's Fox, they, so, they own yeah. it. They own it. Might as well use that library, Disney. Use it. Actually, have it up. And if you don't want it on Disney Plus, put it on Hulu. Maybe uh, New Mutants will come to Disney Plus. Maybe that'll be their surprise for uh, Christmas. God, please, just put it up on Disney. Just skip the theater. Just announce. I just wa- just announce tomorrow or whenever Comic Con was supposed to be that. Hey, uh, we're just gonna not bother with the theaters. It's too much of a hassle. Uh, here's New Mutants, and it's available on Disney Plus right now. But, but wait, wait. wait. Wait, before, I was going to say, can I just call out your rating? You're going to give it some old bullshit, and I'm going to give it some old bullshit. If it's what I expect the movie to be, yeah. Yeah, I think you're going to give it some old bullshit. I just know it. Yeah. It's like Dark Phoenix. I kind of, I went went to that movie with an open mind, but I knew I was, I had a feeling (laughs) I might give it a some old bullshit, one out of five, or, and that's, that's, when I saw Dark Phoenix, I was like, well, there's worse. I've seen worse, even from the X-Men movies. But thinking back on it, maybe not. No, that, that no. That movie sucks so hard. Worse than Apocalypse? Oh, yeah. Easily worse than Apocalypse. <laughs> and worse than Last Stand. Worse than Origins. Maybe. Oh. Uh... Might be. Might be. I, I might enjoy Origins more. Oh God, that's an understatement. <laughs> yeah. And but, uh, uh, that was all of those. Um, so we've been tossing around the idea of making a rating system on this show since the yes. beginning, but yes. we keep putting it off and just using double toasted ratings instead. So as a quick reminder for our audience this, could you remind them the double toasted rating system? The double toasted rating system, five stars out of five. These are one through five stars and zero. Uh, five stars out of five was better than six. Four stars was full price. Uh, three, matinee. Two is a rental. One is some old bullshit. And zero stars 
with no redeeming qualities at all, is a fuck you. <laughs> Originated in 2008 with the disaster is, movie review because the movie was too bad it to is even a... deserve a bullshit. <laughs> I, I like dumping that, that bit of obscure pub trivia. So, uh... Oh. Yeah, let's, let's, do let's it. make a rating system. Uh, uh, a five-star rating system, right? Yeah, I kind of like doing out of five. Ten's like too much. Yeah, ten's too much. Ten's too much. But five. But people that say five's not enough, you can you can say three out of five. It's the same thing. Yes. But like, yeah. um, so would it be five names or six names? Because you would Five. want you would want a zero star equivalent, so I guess it'd be six. Well, I mean, a uh, five star is one rating. I mean, we could do it like the double toasted way, like give it like a high, uh, a high full price, which means yes, a four and a half star. Yeah, yeah. I would I would guess like six names, just in there would have to be something for the zero. Okay. So, um, where do you want to start? First? I don't. I don't Your... remember how many exactly Jeremy Johns has, because there's there's dog shit. Um, <laughs> it'd be good if you were drunk. Won't remember in T minus whatever. Uh, good time, no alcohol required. Buy it on Blu-ray, and then awesome tacular. So six. And Chris okay. Stuckman does it by letter grade, which I don't. I don't care to do letter grade. I'm not a fan of that, personally. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I liked how double toasted when they say it. You know exactly what they mean. Same with Jeremy right. Johns. It's like you get from just that how good or bad it is mm-hmm. or it equates to something so, so sorry yeah uh, sorry about the sneezing not sneezing no, uh, yawning okay so uh, should we start at zero or should we start at five five okay so did you come up with anything what were your thoughts no. on that <laughs> yeah Okay. Uh, I was thinking, so, like, maybe okay. something that involves soft, since we're the soft boys. Okay. Uh, and, like, okay, soft so, okay. soft and wet. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, 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 how about if it's soft? Okay, so if it's five stars, let's give it a flaccid. It's flaccid. I don't know if I like or the word it... flaccid. Well, oh, that could be for zero. Flaccid is zero. Is flaccid? I think zero stars. The worst we can give it is a hard boy out of five. Okay, okay, hard boy. Oh, okay. So we go from soft and we graduate it until you know. Yeah, I guess the higher up it is, the softer it is, because we're soft boys. Even though, even though for anybody else it would be the inverse, because <laughs> they would, because you would think the better rating would be it being gradually harder. <laughs> If we're making boner jokes here. 
Okay, so uh, five is. Uh, let's see, what should we get? Five. Five should be. Chubb. Nah. Or maybe it's a. A rating of like, going up, in number. It's how wet you are. What? Yeah, so like five stars is like I I give it a soaked or I, I, uh yeah, it's, a, it's a it's a super soaker. <laughs> uh, and I guess it. I guess like a two star would be a moist towelette. So it's, it's on the maybe a two star out of five is the uh, moist toilet. How about uh, how about uh, wet rag? It's, it's a wet rag. If that would be like the middle one, that wouldn't sound well, very good. <laughs> Because, <laughs> oh, like, matinee uh, is, like, kind of positive. A wet rag is just like, oh, well, that's the middle ground here? Uh, how about, uh, 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 dried sponge? I don't know. That's stupid. I'm spitballing here. We agreed that uh, softies is the highest rating. The softies and soft gel or Okay, um if we're if we're going by scale of wet, I guess the five out of five would be super soaker or either okay. super okay. soaker or like I don't know. I like the I like the super soaker uh, idea. That... This movie so... is a mega jizz fountain. <laughs> this uh, this film requires a rimming. I don't know what I'm saying. Maybe maybe, maybe something one. not like quite literally vulgar. Okay. Okay. Well. Uh... So if it's I innuendos, do, I, more like a lighter innuendo, rather than just straight up, oh, so there's no like, I give this a come in my pants. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't think that's something you won't ever see on a movie poster. <laughs> <laughs> of like oh yeah, a critic Cody, saying Co- Cody from Soft Boys and I, I creamed in my. I give it a cream in my pants. Out of my... I give it a cream out of my pants. That's actually not a bad idea. I mean, it could just be like a number where it's like um, I give it uh, three out of five Soft Boys. I give it a sixty-nine out of. 
better than I was was out of nine stars. I give it a six out of nine soft boys (laughs) and do whatever we can to make sure it equals a six out of nine rating. So there's never a seven, eight or nine out of nine. I don't know. That's a little, that's a little Nick Mundy. I can't hear anything you're saying. Oh, I was saying that, uh, uh, I was saying that I'm trying my very best to keep my eyes awake, figuring out. Well, maybe don't lay down and get comfy. (laughs) (laughs) You're not helping yourself there. I know, I know, but, uh, I could have sworn these vitamins were supposed to keep me awake, but no, man. Uh, maybe stand up. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I guess laying down on the bed is not a good idea. Right. Okay. Back. So, let's see here. Uh, what was our rating? Of the 5 out of 5, which is saucy, soft oil. Were we still on the degree of wetness or soft buns? Uh, let's see here. Uh, let me look up uh, moist. Other words for moist. Well, moist is like a light amount of wetness. So it's like a lower, but I wouldn't say it's necessarily the score for something awful. It would be the equivalent of a rental if it's moist. Uh, well, I mean, it's not really funny, but like Dank, D-A-N-K, Dank, it's a Dank movie. What would that classify as? Probably still a two out of five. How about uh, Creamy? Creamy Creamy is like a, a three or four. Okay. You know, I I like okay. when something's kind of creamy, like creamy yeah. peanut butter and creamy cheese for macaroni. Yes, cream cheese, uh, creamy cream mac cheese. and cheese, a uh, uh, cream pie, but not that kind of cream pie. Which one are you referring Just to? Just like you know, like the chocolate cream dessert okay, pies. Okay. You know. Okay. 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 Just making sure. Or Boston cream pie. Boston cream pie donuts, the creamy, creamy inside jelly donuts. Okay, so creamy is uh, either three or four stars. Yeah, uh, this movie is nice and creamy. I like that. I like that. Yeah, let's keep that. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, and the bad and the worst movie is Hard Boiled, right? It's a hard boy. Well, that's, that's if we're choosing the soft to hard boy puns. Uh, Because we're thinking of different things here. There's the degree of wetness theme that we thought of. Then there's like the soft boy to hard boy soft boy to hard boy I guess Uh, like the five star 
would be like a full soft boy. Yeah. Or or would that be the full price and the five would be like god tier soft boy. <laughs> Super mecha god. ultra soft boy or Super Saiyan soft boy. That's copyrighted probably. That... Uh Okay. Uh, and like a three yeah. would be a nice softie. How about the? Uh, how about the? Uh, damn it! I had it in my head. This this is hard. Come. How about the? Uh, Okay, creamy. What's something? What's something gross? But humorous. Uh, let's see here. Let's look up some. Cinnamon. Is there any other kind of theme for these ratings we can think of? Uh, it could be damp. What if moist is the wet. one star and damp is the two star? So we keep going from from like wet degrees to dry, of wetness. Right? Yes, like moist is kind of near the bottom, where it's like, like lightly wet, but not supposed to be. So the wetter we get, the better the movie is, right? Yeah, it's like how wet you are. Like how wet the movie makes you. Okay, so if the movie is damp, that means it's like two stars. Yes. And moist is three stars. I thought moist would be one. Because it's just a negative word. Okay, so okay, this movie made me moist. This movie is... Like, this is is a moist. (laughs) Ugh, shit's moist. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, this uh, movie's a moist. This movie's damp. It's pretty damp. Yeah. It's it's a damp. It's not it's not quite moist, but uh, uh, you're not you're not getting real wet with this. I, I'm actually typing degrees of wetness. Well, research would maybe be a good idea. Yeah, hold on, hold. On. Let's see what what are the what are the terminologies? Uh, let's see here. Degrees of wetness. Uh, The hell, they're not giving me anything. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got something. I got something for you. <laughs> Actually, never mind. How about, oh wait, how about sloosh? Slush. What about slush? Slush. 
where would slush fit in that category? Movies slush. I don't know. Slush sounds kind of gross when you say it like that. Like if you're talking about a slushy or like a slurpy, you know, like oh okay, yeah, yeah, like to slurp that up, you know. Oh uh, okay. Uh, but if it's like yeah. a slush, it's just like ugh. It's kind of yeah. Uh, some so what would that? Slop. So what would that be? No yeah, slush. So would slush be? would kind of be like too. <laughs> okay, so okay. And then I got uh, very wet. I'm looking at basic, uh, basic uh, shit. I like slush though. Slush is the uh, slush sounds gross. I like it. This movie's slush. Like just wet would be just like average. Okay, that's the three star average. Okay, this movie was wet. It's a wet movie. I mean, maybe the system that would be. Or maybe the degrees of wet, maybe just because we don't know them that well, would be better for a, like a three-ish. What about where it's like uh, um? What about uh, like on the critically uh, acclaimed podcast? Like on the critically acclaimed podcast, they have C plus, C and C minus. Right. It's like how much you should see or not see this. So. Our equivalent of that would maybe be like wet, moist, and uh, very dry. But I don't, I, I, was, don't, I don't even want to do a three because I think three is a little too simple for me. I guess. And then, uh, what about uh, this movie? Is uh, this movie's a this movie's a squirter? Squirt. Um, it's a squirt. It's a squirt. <laughs> I don't know. Like the bottom two are like ones you should be saying, like almost out of anger, right? Like this is a, some old bullshit, or this, yeah, this, this, this is a fuck you, damn it, <laughs> or like this is dog shit, or dog yeah, shit. yeah, you'd like is if you're fucking drunk, yeah. So like, I don't. Uh, yeah, this shit was moist. Ugh. I guess ours would be a little more disgusted. Like uh, uh, this is this is moist, right. but like I don't know what the zero be. Uh, it's a uh, try. It's a. Uh dry what would be what, what, something that would fit our humor in terms of dryness it's patchy nah it's it's flaky it's uh I mean we could always crusty. just do out of five soft boys well I was gonna say crusty Oh, this movie's crusty. I was like, if crusty. we ever can't come up with specific names for each of these stars, we can just give up and be like, yeah, this was a four out of five soft boys. Are you just saying that because uh, slowly uh, our brain function? This that, is we're like, run, that we're 
yeah, I've been a, I've been having a hard time thinking of exact titles. Um, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess going back to the wetness scale. Now, what what is the five star? Like as wet as you can possibly think, and then some. Because I'm, th- like, I was. Are we talking like? I don't a- know. This is like. I don't know if the term super soaker is copyrighted, but uh, is he like super soaker 10,000? Super soaker 10,000? Wow. What about golden shower? Like it's a golden shower. Oh God. That's yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> He's just levels of piss now. That's a that that could be a, a mobile bullshit rating. It's a golden shower. Any Adam Sandler movie is a golden shower. At this the point, one I star is a the one star, or maybe the zero star would be uh, some form of diarrhea, like the Tokyo Sandblaster. The Sandblaster. Hey, why don't we use our ratings from dictionary? There you go. But see, the Tokyo just... Sandblaster is fucking racist. So, like... Oh, God. <laughs> like, that one's oh, pretty this... racist. I don't know if we can use that as a rating. Oh, this movie is a straight-up Tokyo Sandblaster. And, like, the best movie is a panda pop. A poppy poppy panda pop. I mean, my poppy poppy panda pop. Oh, my goodness. China is very much ashamed of us. China right as now? in fine China, not the country. Oh, oh uh, but right now? Probably. Why? Because of the Tokyo Sandblaster? Because we keep bringing up the Tokyo Sandblaster and the panda pops and... We're we're even remotely considering making those our ratings. <laughs> I'm all for Tokyo Sandblasting as a rating. That's kind of funny. I and, think if uh, we like, decide if we decide nothing else out of this, let us decide at least one cohesive theme to go with with this. Uh-huh. Whether it's um degree of softness. Like how soft are you since we're the soft boys? We want you to go all the way. Uh, degree of wetness. <laughs> and I think that's it. I think those were the, the main two. We were deciding between <laughs> degrees of softness. Like how much of a soft boy are you between that and the uh, hard. And then wet to dry. I guess, like, the bottom would be just the desert. <laughs> or what we could do, what you could do is you could uh, post on Instagram, uh, on your Instagram story, uh, suggestions, five rating system. We go by the fans, people that suggest. Sure. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I guess I'm sure that's also... Okay, I think 
if we're doing degrees of softness, we can we can just make up something that'd be pretty easy. But uh, anything else, we clearly have no idea. Right. We're just stumped. So yeah, maybe that is what we decide to do to reach out to the softies in the multiverse. The multiverse of madness. Yeah, the multiverse of madness or the multiverse of the DC. I I need Flash to come up to me next to my desk here. Wake me up and tell me that Lois is the key. <laughs> or that I don't know what our equivalent of that would be. That Catherine is the key. Or whatever. And then that person says, am I too soon? It's too soon. We still don't know what Lois is the key of. (laughs) That's, that still means nothing. And I, I kind of hope that's, that doesn't even mean anything in the Snyder cut where they're just like, even Zack Snyder's like, yeah, I don't, I don't care about that plot point anymore. Uh, I thought Lois was the key was, was, uh, I thought that was because in Justice League, uh, she calmed Superman down, went on a rampage or something. I don't know. I never took it quite as that. That was like just something else, I guess. I don't know. But I think that's it for now. I think that's when my... Yeah, that's the best we got, which I don't know if we got anywhere. We didn't even get to the last thing which we won't really get to. Maybe save that for next time, the debut of Jose's Poetry Corner. Oh, no. <laughs> so what is, before we leave, what is the Jose Poetry I don't Corner? know. You suggested doing poetry on this show. Oh, 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 okay. So how about, like, okay, like... So uh, either either you write poetry or you read from some poetry, and uh, I, there's a... Well, I uh, added in some snap applause. No, no, uh, uh, okay, well, to give in context to the fellow softies listening, so in college, when I had Snapchat, uh, I would post poetry or I would be praising uh, this poet. Her name is Rupi Kahu. Uh, she wrote the book called Milk and Honey. But anyway, um, yeah. Uh, and I would post poetry or lyrics that I made up or whatever. And. Cody, Vaz, Matt, and Ornox would shit on me of those posts. Yeah, there was, it was it was pretty easy to make fun of. <laughs> and there was one, there was one infamous post From that you guys Vozniuk. Yeah, Vozniuk said the line parroting you, where well, something no, ended I, in I, "I smell him." I smell him. And that became the joke, the recurring yes. joke. Yes. So uh, I'd be more than happy. I, actually, I want to read the poems to you, and then you just critique them. Just be honest. Just like, that's stupid, you know, knowing you. Are you going to read others' poetry, or are you going to write original pieces? No, I'm just going to read for now. I'm too oh, tired okay. to write my own shit. I'm, I'm too tired to write my own shit. <laughs> Also, next week, we will have the debut of Jose's Poetry Corner. Oh, and also, um, we have a special surprise this uh, Friday. Uh, Hopefully, uh, you said that we'll get Rob here. 
Well, it's not really surprise if you said it, but uh, you said it was well, a surprise, I mean, and I'm just like, wait, I was, I was already going to say it. But yeah, Robert's one is going to come back next week. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. So we got to figure out what we're going to talk about Friday. Yeah. Well, actually, we already had a uh, topic that he specifically wants to talk about. Is it Casper again? No, it's not Casper. Okay. So we'll probably bring up Casper at some point. Is it about titties again? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> okay, so what what what's the topic? No. Uh we will have Robert one coming in next week. And we will talk be talking a bit about the Power Rangers. Oh, sweet. We're gonna have a Power Rangers discussion of all 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 forms. It's not really like a specific query here with the Power Rangers. I like guess just talking overall about anything and everything that comes to our mind with it. So we will talk about that. And um, yeah, it's a, there's some other people we need to get on this show as well. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I've heard I've heard Aaliyah is interested in coming on here. Not that Aaliyah, Aaliyah Loca. Uh, I don't know who that is. Uh, she's she's great. You'll love her. Um, okay. Audra, if we can ever get that person in here, she keeps, uh, I don't know what, what it is. The dachshund? No. They have something else. When you, I think I'm thinking of DDoS. <laughs> and, um, her, a Shanique, we were supposed to get in here at some point. Gotta get Shanique in here. Gotta get Catherine back. Yeah. Uh, McGee, because uh, I think he's starting to free up a little bit. And Knox. Yeah. Yeah. The old hard boy. The OG hard Yeah. The originator of the hard boys. And the reason we would make it a zero star out of five. Ha <laughs> ha because we don't want that. We don't no. We don't want hard. Uh, do not no. get hard in the soft zone. Do not get hard in the soft zone. You have to stay soft. And stay wet. Uh, apparently. If you if you feel like it and consent to it, you do not have to be wet. Yeah. So um. Of course, all the podcast feeds so, that we're on, like Anchor and Apple and Spotify, share us around on Apple especially. You can leave us a rating as well as a review, and that seems to help out the podcast. And also just share it around. People uh, you know, let's uh, grow the softie community, the community of softies. Uh, also, we are on YouTube. That's where you can also find full episodes. Uh, there's not there's not a video component to this podcast though, so it's it, you'll just be looking at our sexy logo. But there's also clips on there. Like uh, the other day, I put up a couple clips from the last episode, which was um, uh-huh. uh, Austin being flabbergasted at my cinematic hot takes. 
Oh yeah. And uh, when we talked about Godzilla versus Kong for a few minutes, so those those are up there. And the full episode you can check out when we talked about the PS5 reveals and everything. And uh, we are also on Twitter at softboys underscore non. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at canxmachina. And of course, Jose is on Instagram, Remnusia Redemptio. And if you can't spell that, just go through my followers. And that has been everything. That has been everything. Uh, first of all, uh, it's good to be back, Cody. Uh, thanks for taking the time to do this podcast episode. It feels good to be back. And uh, um, shout out to Cody. Uh, please follow him at Canon X Machina. Is that your yeah. Instagram yes. name now? Canon X Machina. Yes. Okay. That's, yeah. that's the name on both Canon things. Canon X Machina. It's easy. Yep. Uh, tell us, tell us anything you want to listen to us talk about on the show. Yes, Any, please, any ideas please, you have, because, suggestions, uh, questions, we'll answer any questions. Uh, the last time I asked questions on Instagram, that was that was not for the podcast. <laughs> uh, those those are just me yeah. hanging around. Because um, I, I remember Joseph asked if this was... If those are for the podcast or not, and he asked he asked me something. Um, he sent me another one of those connected theories. I think it was like Predator, and um, I don't know some other. See, maybe Terminator. I think. <laughs> and I dig it. My response was like, they might as well be connected at this point. So neither series was good as a franchise to begin with. Let's be honest. Terminator had one successful sequel. So I mean, it's barely a franchise. I wouldn't really consider Terminator a franchise that much in terms of a successful franchise. And Damn. Predator has never had a good sequel or follow-up. So it's kind of just one movie with a lot of bad sequels. So huh. they might as well join together at this point. Because there seems to be no redeeming insight for either series. So that was yeah. that was the best I was able to come up with that. That's all the plugs. Uh, DTmerch.com. Yeah. Um, Jose's t-shirt campaign you can check out on his Instagram. Uh, uh, the uh, campaign is over. Uh, I will say, though, that I actually had a good time with this second campaign. It was uh, pretty much a success. Yeah. And um, honestly, uh, yeah, uh, you probably saw on my Instagram that I'm taking a sabbatical yeah, uh, because pretty much majority of the time I would be on Instagram daily, spending more than I should contacting people yeah. and making connections. Lim- making limiting connections. the social media time because it can be a bit much. Yeah, it's a, it, it's tiresome. Like uh, literally, tw- Twitter today, has was... been very heavy for like the last month. Yeah. And with Instagram, though, uh, I mean, I guess the only positive thing I could say from being on Instagram was to make the connections with people. But it consumed part of my day away. So I want to take a sabbatical, stay away from social media until I'm like, okay, I'm satisfied. 
But uh, yeah, that's all I can say. And make sure to go on there and roast him for putting tuna salad on cereal. Oh, you're going to keep that in there? Probably, yes. I guess. I got to try that, though, actually. That sounds awful. Don't actually try that. <laughs> no, no, no. That sounds <laughs> atrocious. So yeah. uh, stay soft and maybe wet if you consent to it. And uh, have a nice week. Thank you.